Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Alright, so if you will, take your Bibles. We'll turn to Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. And we... Pick up here with... The church has grown tremendously at this point. I'm not sure. I don't know the time frame between... Uh, Acts chapter 5 and verse 42, it says, And daily in the temple in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. So they kept doing that. There wasn't a day that they didn't teach and preach Jesus Christ. So that continued. But between then and chapter 6 and verse 1, I'm not sure what the gap is there. But we get to verse 1. It says, and in those days when the number of the disciples were multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom ye may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you have done for us and what you've given us. We pray now, Lord, that you would bless the your Word tonight and that you would use it to to touch lives, touch our hearts and lives, help us to be uh, useful to your service, help us to lead others to Christ, and help us to continue to serve serve you and to live for you in our, our daily lives. And we give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so they had a, a problem here that was, the church was, uh, say, huge. There was thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the church. And so it became that there was a complaints coming up to the apostles, to the disciples, that there were, came from the Grecians, that the widows were neglected in the daily ministration. And so they, they had the certain 
the church as a group, as a unity, was here to helping the the widows, helping the orphans, the the homeless, whatever needs that would come up, the church would help. And the church would do what they could and remember that they were at this point still working together in unity and they had put all of their their resources together in one place in the church to help. But it became came to a point that it was very hard for them to help those in need efficiently. So they had to I'm sure that there were many, many, many people coming to the apostles, coming to the disciples that say, I need this done, this help, I need this, this family member here needs this, or or this person here needs is is uh, sick, whatever the case is. But the, the case mentioned here is that the widows were being neglected in the daily ministration. That the Grecian widows were being neglected. So it seemed to them that the Hebrews were being taken care of first, but the Greeks were not. And so they thought this, this was a complaint. And they thought that, that was, there was a reason they had something against them, but there was not, that was not the case. It was just that they, they couldn't handle the amount of people that they had. So the brethren here, it says in verse 2, then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them. And this is the original twelve. The twelve called, I mean, except for one, called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. So they had an important job to do. Remember the great commission that was given to them? Go preach and teach to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That was their job given to them. So they couldn't stop that work, preaching the gospel to stop and serve tables, although this is important too. But their job was to preach the word. It was their job to make sure everybody that they came into contact heard the gospel. And they couldn't leave it to serve a table serving, serving food, serving clothes, or whatever it is. This, their job was to preach the gospel. So we see that they, verse 3, it says, Look ye out among ye seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. All right, so notice this, and you go back and read 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, and you read that the qualifications for a bishop, for a deacon, uh, for the, the roles in leadership, the layman there, you'll see the qualifications. And you see here that he gives them these qualifications here. He says we need, they chose seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, and wisdom. Then they may appoint over business. Notice that they they needed, this was a, a, a pending issue. They had a problem but they didn't just grab somebody and say, hey, here, take care of this. We need a person in here to take care of this. They had some prerequisites they had to fill first. And it was a man of honest report, someone that wasn't going to lie, someone that wasn't going to make anything up, a situation, and make it worse, someone that wasn't going to be in it for himself out of greed or 
jealousy or whatever it is, honest report, someone that's going to tell you the truth, meet a situation and honestly decide what to do and determine the, the, uh, how to proceed further. Honest report, full of the Holy Ghost. So they're wanting a godly Christian to take the position and to fulfill this spot. I'm taking seven of them. They didn't just throw anybody in to this position. It's very dangerous if we have a need in the church, we have a problem, and we just take somebody, anybody, because we may not have enough people. We just take anybody and throw them in a spot. That's very dangerous. There could be more trouble caused because we did that instead of waiting for the person that fits the requirements. And this, the, what the 12 gave was an honest report, full of the Holy Ghost. We know that if he's full of the Holy Ghost, he's saved. And he trusts the Lord as his Lord and Savior. So he's going to first seek the Lord's will, seek the Lord's guidance and whatever the situation is. This not that serving the widows was, was not important. We see how important it is by who they said you need to choose to help take care of them, take care of these these uh, tables. Because it was more of just it was helping widows, helping orphans, helping those homeless, helping those with food, clothing, stuff like that, and other needs. It was all kinds of different things. So they need someone that would would carefully do it the way the Lord would want it done, respectfully to those that are in need, those that were would care about them, love them, uh, would be fair in every situation. So at this point, let's go to verse 4. It says, But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. And at this point, I want to mention that this comes to the, the body of the church. You have those appointed and set to preach. We mentioned earlier this morning they're called. God calls, called them to preach. That's their job to do so and have to devote time to do that effectively. But then you have other positions and other jobs in the church that are just as important that need to be fulfilled. That's taken care of with an honest report, someone with the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. We know wisdom comes from God. He is wisdom. And there's other things that have to be carried out. So this means that the church has to work together and help. And I think y'all here, people here do a good, good job of that. We work together and share the load and do it in a godly manner. Amen. That has to be done. And we're not, we don't take a job lightly. I saw, for example, I was here, I helped for the uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner. We had to cook everything over here. Yes, and so I saw everybody working together. Each one had a place. They stayed in their place. They were took care of what job they had to do. Some 
people had macaroni, some had the dressing, some had a, a certain stove, some had the green beans, some had corn. Some people had a couple other jobs. Uh, I started opening cans, helping <laughs> Steve out there. And, but there was everything, the job was getting done, people were working together. And it's very important. So the, the disciples mentioned their job was to preach the word as all, in the church, the, as a being, they were the leaders. They needed to, verse 4, give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. This was, uh, and I mentioned they did it, we go back to chapter 5, verse 42, and daily in the temple and in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Their mission was to make sure that spread the, to out the whole world. That was their mission. Amen. Okay, they still had to take care of family members and church members. They had to delegate it to someone else. They knew they could handle it and working together as the body of Christ. The body of Christ is many members all working fluently together. So as we carry that out, it's still it's important for us to help someone that's broken down, their cars broke down in the road, and they're stranded, it's important for us to stop, see if they need help, check on them. I hear, and I haven't done it every time, I'm guilty of just driving past sometimes, if I see they have a cell phone, and I'll do that. I said, well, and then sometimes the Lord will say, you should have stopped, you should have checked on them. I'm like, sorry, Lord. And I have to go back, turn around, I'm getting better at it. I stopped the other day with someone that was stranded in the middle of the road, or last week, I think it was, and they had the truck cut up for some reason it wouldn't run. And I went by, or I had to go past and go around, but I turned around. I whipped around, stopped in a gas station that was in that intersection, got out and walked across the road. There was a box truck had pulled in behind that truck just blaring the horn at them. I was like, the truck's not moving. It won't crank. How are the horn going to help? <laughs> he wasn't getting out. And so I walked over there, and I told the lady to put the truck in neutral and, t and let off the brakes. I was going to push it. So I pushed that. It was a 1500 Chevy, 90, I don't know, 94 or something like that. But I pushed it through that intersection and around, and she turned into that gas station into a parking spot. So I pushed her over there, got her there, and asked, made sure she was okay, had someone to come get her, and she did. So I went and did what I had to do and came back. She was still sitting there. So I stopped to make sure she had somebody because she was still sitting there. And she assured me she did. And as I was leaving, someone was pulling in to help her as I was leaving. And so it's important for us to do that. We'll put up excuses or I'm too busy or it's too dangerous. I might get hurt or something like that. And we, we do what we can. And if we do what the Lord wants to do, that's help others around us like that. Help those in need. And, sir. The Lord take care of you when you put yourself. He does. He'll take care of you. You put the motions into it like he said, then he, start, he gives you the strength to do it. And so we want to be obedient and willing like that in every case. So the Lord will tell you, if you're listening to the Lord and you're following, following Him, He'll tell you when, what you need to do. If it's just a matter of us listening and obeying what He tells us. 
And so they appointed these people for this position, knowing that they, they, the 12 disciples couldn't do everything. Their job was to preach the word. So they said, get someone that has honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. They may appoint over the business. We will give ourselves continually to prayer and ministry of the word. Because it's, it's very, we have, to, we have to pray, seek the Lord's will, read the word, study the word, be familiar. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, The study to show thyself approved, a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we can preach the word and we can mistakenly say, give a, an example and it'd be wrong if we haven't studied like we should. And I'm guilty of that too. So it's important for everyone to work together. So verse 5. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose... Now it starts to name the people they chose for this position. They're going to put them there. This is uh, the first deacons. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, uh, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. All right, so they chose them. Now they made sure each one was full of, was honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. They saw it already that they were serving the Lord, that they were careful to please Him in what they did, how they spoke, how they lived. So they knew put in this position that they would be qualified to, to do that, to take care of others. They, they, they understood that. So they chose this seven. And we're going to look, actually look at uh, one of these. He didn't last very long after this, Stephen. We know what happened to him. We'll look at that uh, next Sunday morning, Lord willing, of Stephen and his boldness. But they chose Stephen, and it's mentioned, it says, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Philip, and we don't, I don't know much about, more about the others. Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. But they all had, they were all met this criteria. An honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, and of wisdom. It is very important that we have that we have leadership that would lead us and point us in the in a godly manner. We have many times in cases that we will have leadership, but they they take it lightly and they they mess they cause trouble, mess things up, and it becomes a disaster. Because of one person, it brings disaster on, on a multitude of people, especially in the church is very, very uh, dangerous, and it's not acceptable to God. You have to be very careful. It's a very important business. We can't take the work of the Lord lightly. All right, verse six. It says, "Whom." They set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. 
they saw the need, the wisdom in this, that the, to set, to appoint these men, these seven men over this. This delegated the responsibility to these seven men, and it was necessary to further the gospel. It was necessary so the gospel could be preached. Say so you have, I'm not saying here, but I'm saying if you had a preacher pastoring a church and then he did everything in the church and the, the, the church members came in, sat in the pew, then they left. And then, so the preacher does the, uh, turns the sound on, he plays the drums, plays the piano, he plays the bass, he, uh, for the music, and then he, he'll vacuum the floor, sweep the floor, he'll do the painting, do the doors, and all the maintenance, and cut the grass, and all this. Just him, he did that, and then the church did nothing else. What, what, you, that wouldn't, he wouldn't get it done, is what I'm trying to say, right? You can tell here, everybody works together, everything's flowing, everything comes together, there's people sit, they do this task, others do this task, everything comes together. For the Lord, for his sake, for his to represent him, right? And so this is what this is what they did for that reason. To take care of the the problem here that firsthand was because the as they multiplied there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. So to prevent this and to make sure everybody in the congregation was taken care of, this is how they did it. So they laid hands on them, prayed for them, for this position. They didn't take it lightly. Verse 7, see what happens? The word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. They had a problem because there were so many, but they did they handled the problem accordingly and they increased even more. They were strengthened. The gospel prevailed and grew even more. They were capable of it because they were pleasing to the Lord. They handled it right way. The word of God increased, the number of the disciples multiplied, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. So they were able to get some of their Jewish leaders on board with following Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, realizing it was by grace and not by the law. So they even had priests. They were influential to them. And we had seen that uh, with Jesus. Nic remember, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. He was curious about, it, about what Jesus was teaching. He, he wanted to know, know about it, wanted to learn more. And we see how the, their obedience in this situation proved to be very beneficial for the kingdom of God. We see that, we'll go back to verse 7 again, the word of God increased the number of the disciples multiplied, and a great company of priests were obedient to the faith. So the word of God, you notice how the 
disciples continued to preach the word, they said that, back to verse 2, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. They had a job to do. They couldn't drop their job to go handle another job. It's not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over the business. They were able, they laid hands on them and prayed. And we see this was a very uh, pivotal moment, another pivotal moment of increasing the, the, the body of Christ. And we see the, the, uh, the strengthening here. We see how the church is growing together. It's knitting together and building itself as it's becoming, it's growing bigger, bigger, strong, but it's growing stronger in the Lord, growing spiritually and spreading the gospel. That was the goal in the first place, to spread the gospel to all the world. And we see how this has helped with that. Hello, friends. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts, and I hope that they're an encouragement to you and your family. If you are, please leave a comment in the message section. Have a blessed day.